Hi, you're listening to The Tradie Show, Together in Trade Business, the podcast for trade business and contracting bosses like you and your partner who want to lead with confidence, make more profit and create a better lifestyle. Are you ready to fast track your freedom and have some fun? With your hosts, fellow trade business owners and husband and wife team, Andy and Angela Smith. Welcome back to the podcast. A reminder for you guys listening, if you've got a trade business topic and you want us to talk about it, head to lifestyletradie.com.au slash podcast and put your suggestion in our tradie show toolbox. Yeah, we make this podcast for you. So it's really important that you have your say. And there's a link in the show notes too. And have you noticed that in the last few years, it's becoming harder and harder to find good tradies? Yes. And that is exactly one of the biggest complaints that we hear from Lifestyle Tradie members, that finding staff is just becoming an absolute nightmare. Well, I've got a theory on why. Kids these days are growing up in such a tech-orientated world, becoming a tradie is seen as a second-rate job. They're not being encouraged to see the value in becoming a tradie or that it's just a great way to one day own your own business. Right. And there's always been a bit of a, well, if you're no good at school, maybe you should drop out and be a tradie. It's not actually seen as something that smart kids do. It's a dropout choice, right? Which we know that working with so many trade business owners is simply just not right. And as a result, kids aren't being encouraged to consider a trade, which is going to have some serious challenges for our industry in the future. Trades and small businesses are the backbone of our economy. So if you don't address this stigma around becoming a tradie, we're going to have a massive problem with staffing shortages. Absolutely. And that's why today we're so keen to have Logan and Jesse from Trade Collective joining us. Welcome, guys. G'day. How are you? Thanks for having us. What an intro. Yeah, that was, that was beautiful. We're doing great, guys. So good to hear from you. Logan, can you run us through what Trade Collective does and what's your mission? So Trade Collective was founded here in New Zealand. For the last, we've come up to our uh, fifth year. Uh, we've been on the road. So Jesse and I went on a trip about five years ago um, and we're both qualified tradies, both qualified plumbers. And then we were talking about, you know, how we got into the trade, why we got into the trade. And there was nothing sort of like inspiring the next generation to get into a trade when we're at school. We basically got into it by default because we got asked to leave school, um, right. as you know, most tradies probably do back yeah. then. And we thought we'd come up with this initiative that we go into schools and inspire the students by our lifestyles. We both live a pretty epic life, travel a lot, Jesse's into some extreme sports, and we all have an epic life, as most tradies do. So we go into schools. We created a, um, about a 30-minute presentation. We would go into schools, backed up by photos, videos, and then obviously industry facts, what it's like to be a tradie, knocking off at 4 p.m. most days and having a good lifestyle. So we're selling the dream, and we sort of, you know, you see a whole basically school full of children um, go, wow. This looks epic. It's so inspiring, guys, and it's so good to have you with us here today because, you know, you're doing an incredible job and we just can't wait to help you guys spread this word as well. You guys would have spent a lot of time talking to teachers and kids and parents about school leavers taking on trade. In your opinion, why do you guys believe there is a stigma around kids leaving school to take on a trade? I think the stigma around that is not finishing high school. A lot of the times, you know, students will leave uh, sort of 15, 16 to jump into a trade. And in my opinion, that's the best thing you can do. Logan and I both left at 15, 16, and you get a head start on the trade. But for some teachers who 
have spent their life teaching kids, for you to not finish school is a bit of a no-no in their books, where for tradies, like my father pulled me out of school and said, you're going to get a two-year head start on all of your friends. Logan was qualified plumber at 21, you know, and, and going back into the schools now and telling the teachers that they kind of, they're starting to get it. Yep. They really are. So it's just changing that stigma. It's old school and it's still there, but we're, yeah, we're slowly starting to move the shift, I think, a little bit. And it's so good, guys, because I was the same, dropped out it when I was 15, had my own business at 21 and, and away I went. And I looked at some of my mates and they ended up being tradies and they actually look back and go, I wasted those two years of high school really doing nothing, not wanting to be there, but they were sort of forced to be there by their parents. Or you get other ones, a friend of mine finished uh, school and then he went and did a year of university to then go, oh, actually, this isn't for me. He's a builder now, qualified, got about 15 guys working for him, but he could have done that four years, five years earlier. Yeah. And sometimes the challenge with that, right, is they've been told by a teacher that they're going to amount to nothing. So in their head, they kind of go, oh, I'll never own that business and have staff. Like that could actually be a real doorstopper, I can imagine. Exactly. There's definitely a lot of opportunity out there for these young guys and yeah, girls. Yeah, 100%. Not only do we want to inspire kids to take on trade, but also dream big to become their actual their own trade business. So that story, Jesse, is so spot on. Do you think that teaching kids and teachers and parents to view trade not just as a job, but as a business opportunity will help reduce the stigma around becoming a tradie? Well, I think the biggest pull to being a trade is the freedom you get. And with that comes money and, you know, the hours. You don't have to be sitting in, a, in an office till nine o'clock at night waiting for the last person goes home. You know, you, you work your eight hours and you're done and you've earned some decent cash for the day. And that comes with the freedom and then the lifestyle comes on top of that. So obviously the path to business ownership is a massive pull. And that's what we're telling the kids as well. You know, get qualified, you can go contracting, then you can, the flexibility and freedom really opens a lot of doors. Yeah, and there's no doubt about it. Australia and New Zealand have some of the best tradies too. So if you do end up going overseas, everyone loves us. So you guys have been talking to about 12,000 kids across New Zealand. I mean, geez, mate, that's almost the population of New Zealand, isn't it? Almost. <laughs> and we, still, we still have a long way to go. We still have a long way to go. We're, we're just uh, scratching the surface. Population of 12,000, mate, you still can't beat us in the footy. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, rugby league? <laughs> hey, Warriors, mate, next year. Oh, yeah. So, guys, Warriors. you're starting to do a tour across Australia this year, you know. What made you guys decide to come over to God's country and spread the word over here as well? Oh, we both, Logan and my sister, live in Australia. We both have family, friends in Australia. We love Australia. We always have. In Bondi? No, the Gold Coast. Gold Coast, actually. Oh, sorry. I'm in the But we, we, just saw, we just saw opportunity and we thought, you know, we've been doing this for five or six years here in New Zealand now. It would be really cool to be able to give back and use the same method in Australia and see if we can't make some, some headwaves over there. That's awesome. And getting more women into trade has been a massive focus as well. That, so- that, that's, one of our, that's one of our biggest missions as well. That's so we've awesome. always been an advocate for women in the trades. And when we started this, this tour sort of four or five years ago, we didn't realise the lady trading community that was out there. You know, from doing our tour, we've been introduced to some of the most incredible females that are absolutely crushing it in the, on the trade. So we've actually got a female coming on to help us with a couple of schools next year. We've actually spoke at one of the most prestigious female schools in 
in the country, St. Cuts. And so she came up and uh, helped us with the presentation. And it's just a lot more relatable to these females to have another female, you know, telling the same story we are. You know, she's a sparky and she's just qualified and absolutely loving it. So, yeah, we're really pushing for women in the trade. So we're not only we're not going to boys schools, we're going to co-ed schools. We're going to you know girl only schools. I love that opportunity. I think that's amazing. What is it that you think that holds girls back from taking on trade then? Well, again, I guess is that a lot of that stigma probably, you know, it's a heavily male-dominated industry. So with that, you know, comes its own challenges. But again, with the, the lady trader community that, you know, with social media these days, um, like I said, you mentioned the tech, but it's used in a positive manner as well. Like, you know, you can reach 10, 20,000 people at, you know, click of a button. And, you know, people like Pauline and, and other females in the trade community, they've got such engaged, massive audiences, and they're just spreading positive words about the whole trade and how, like, you know, they're just loving it, which is doing massive things. I actually think from a female perspective, whether they're a contractor or whether they own a business, they actually really have a niche in the market because there's not a lot of women and they can build trust really quickly with clients, especially female clients, say, in a residential market. So I agree with you. I think women definitely should consider trade when you just talked about lifestyle flexibility and um, working outside and with their hands. I don't know why females don't think that this isn't an opportunity opportunity for them to join trade. I think they could absolutely nail it. Yeah. So that's a big part of our mission is just to keep spreading that message that, you know, it's normal and you girls, you know, have every right to be on the trade on the building side as us men. So yeah, we're really trying to push for the females. 100%. Great guys. I absolutely love it. I mean, you guys inspire so many kids, but one of the kids that you inspired, you actually took on as an apprentice. Is that right? Yeah, kind of. So we we talked at my homeschool, Takapuna Grammar, uh, here on the North Shore, and a young fella reached out to me and said, mate, that was such an inspiring talk. I'm still on the tools, or I was sort of do about 50-50 mm. uh, when I get busy, and when the tour is not cranking too hard, I jump back on the tools. So this young fella said, hey, can I come and do some work experience with you? And he just lived down the road, so it made sense. So he came and did one day a week which then turned into full-time in the holidays. And it just, you know, his mum's a, his mum works for Air New Zealand. His dad's a lawyer. He'd never even considered a trade. Yeah. And he absolutely loved it. He awesome. thrived. So I, I couldn't take him on full-time, but I trained him up well enough that he literally, he had about 10 plumbers wanting him wow. to come and do an apprenticeship. He literally could, he could pick and choose. But just because, you know, through the network that I, we'd built, but also... He'd done six months work experience and so he was already pretty clued up and yeah, he just he just flew straight into an apprenticeship. So he started this year and he's um he's doing really doing great well. Guns. Mm, that's awesome. So it's interesting apprentices, you know, there's mixed responses. Sometimes guys out there look at these apprentices and go, Oh, they're just so green. I want to get a third year or a fourth year or I want to try and get a tradie. But I think times have really been changing because trying to get the right person for you to fit your culture and your business is really important. So what are the benefits of, you know, for all the trade business owners listening out there, why do you think there's a massive benefit in hiring these apprentices from the start? They cost nothing. And I can tell you right now, when you've crawled all the way under a house and you've left your pipe cutters or something, do you really want to be running out and going back to the van to get them? Everything from having him to help dig holes, just moral support, lifting a toilet up the stairs. I just, I will not work without an apprentice. I find it just so much harder, you know, and as long as you keep an eye on them for the first six months, they're not going to make too many mistakes and they're only human and you were an apprentice too one day. So it's time to give back and train up the next generation. And there's some massive incentives here in Australia at the moment where most apprentices, 50% of their wage is covered by the government as oh. well. So we've had some huge things then happen. Why, then why, then why wouldn't you? 
Yeah, yeah. I know. Well, there's talk about some changes in government that they're considering making TAFE free. Not that that's come wow. in yet, but there's conversation and I totally agree with that. I think it's really good that they encourage tradies to actually choose this uh, and cover all their TAFE stuff. So, guys, I'm aware that you started Trade Collective in 2017 and have been touring these schools and talking to these students and teachers. And I'm interested to know, since you began, have you actually noticed a change in attitude towards taking on trades or is it actually still a bit of an uphill battle when you're talking to these people? Initially, it's still the same stigma, but, um, you know, I guess we, we try and spread it out between the, the high Columbus schools and then, you know, the, the not so high decile schools. But man, it's, yeah, we're definitely, definitely noticing a change. And same, again, back to that, um, the social media side of things too. We obviously give them, you know, go follow us afterwards and, and they can really get an insight and, and see that shift as well. So, I mean, it's when you're telling, you know, telling a 500 students that a third year apprentice makes more than, you know, your, your yeah. teacher. Yeah, um, you know, we, we definitely get a few scratched noses, but but then we've you know, we also had the principal of Hamilton Boys get up on stage in front of 500 lads and say, "If I could have my time over again, I would have been a trainee." Wow! So for us, it's we're definitely making waves, and it's it's pretty pretty awesome. So for us as well, you know, pioneering this initiative has been pretty cool. Like there's there was nothing like that when we're at school, and you know, it was like if there was, it was like a you know retired plumber. He's you know he's hobbling in with his back, and he's going, oh, you know, you should be a trainee, but he's old grumpy bugger. So you know, so two young like no. Good, good looking good fellas looking coming into the school. He's calling it. He said it, mate. Oh, mate, we're looking at you. Know? You, you do all but right. There was, also, right. There was also nothing. There was nothing like this. Where I left school at fifteen, and, and yes, a couple of my friends' parents looked at me like a dropout, and it was a little bit harder. And I, at the time, didn't know I'd made the right decision. Dad was, you're out, all good, and he knew it. But I didn't know that, so there was nothing to solidify what I'd done was right. But had there been a, something like what Logan and I do, yes. had I heard our presentation at 15, I would have known that I'm on the right path, I'm going to be successful, and I'm going to live an incredible life. You know, 15-year-old Jesse Wooney first walked onto the, the building site, I didn't know what I was in for for the rest of my life. So that was your opportunity is talking to, so when you go into these schools, you're talking to these year 10 students, just to clarify yes, that. For 15, them. 16 and 17. Mm. Okay, awesome. Yeah, and I think um, when I first started my trade too, when people or parents would say, well, what do you do? And you go, I'm a plumber. And they go, oh, okay, yep, no worries. Yeah. Where these days you go, well, I'm a tradie. And people go, ka-ching, oh, this, this bloke, he's probably going to make a buck or two, you know. And so it's completely changed. And some of us tradies are making more than doctors these days. And I think the young guys have got to realise that coming through, young guys That's, and girls, obviously. Yeah, another thing, Logan and I both used to be very embarrassed to tell girls we were plumbers when we'd go out <laughs> to the bars and stuff. Seriously, when we were younger, it was the most embarrassing thing. And now I don't tell people I'm a, a social influence. I don't tell people about the tour much. It's like when girls ask me, what do I do? I say, I'm a plumber. And yeah. it's literally like you said, cha-ching, you know, yeah. and we're on here, you know. The thing is, most girls already know because you've got red priming fluid and blue glue <laughs> over your hands. Mate, you should see these hands. <laughs> and your skin's peeling now. off six and massive calluses. Six months off. Silky smooth. Six months on, six months off, mate. We're nice. doing so, well. At the beginning of this, one of the things you mentioned is lifestyle, right? So, you know, you're talking to us, our company is called Lifestyle Tradie. One of the things that we educate is the fact that you can actually have choice, right? You can stay on the tools, you can manage from above, you can actually passively, you know, operate your business, you can set it up to sell and make money. But I just want to touch on this lifestyle piece because you boys mentioned it too. Logan, you said Jesse is into some really extreme sports and he, you yeah, know, this so is, like, like, you can do this. So can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, well, like I said, I'm six months on, six months off, really. So when I'm not plumbing, I'm skydiving, wakeboarding, surfing, snowboarding 
morning. Um, I, when I was doing my apprenticeship, I just qualified and my boss kept me on and I would work for nine months to the year and I'd do three months in America skydiving and wakeboarding. And I did that for four or five years. And he, I was lucky I had the right boss until the point where he said, hey, why don't you contract to me? Yeah. That way... There's no no deal with the employment laws and stuff. And that's when it really took off. That's he should never have done that because I went from three months to taking six months off. <laughs> yeah. And it's and it's really it's been yeah. awesome to be able to do that. And Logan's were similar. Yeah. yeah. I mean, same thing. Like, you know, if, so if the surf's on, you know, the boys are starting at 10, or you know, if there's a if it's a midday out, the boys are taking Friday off to go fishing or play golf. You know, having the trade just really gives you that flexibility to, to do that. And yeah, the lifestyle's a massive, massive thing, which mm. is such a yeah, it's such a pull. So we've got a few of the trade business out there, out there cringing, going, boys, don't tell the young guys that too early because they're <laughs> no. not going to finish their apprenticeship. Well, you've got to do your hard yards. And like I said, you know, we did our apprenticeship. We worked our butts off. And then it was when we got qualified, that was when we sort of could mm. take the, the thing. But I mean, not, that's not to say that these young fellas won't. I don't actually own a house. Logan has, you know, eventually. But these young kids could be a 22-year-old apprentice with a house behind them, whereas I went to America every year and, and blew that on, on jumping out of airplanes and injecting myself with adrenaline, yeah. you know? But there was no reason why I couldn't have bought a house back then had I have set myself. It's just whichever path you want to take. I hear you. And that is really like a life choice. Annie and I, going back when he first started his business at 21, when we were 23, we actually pulled up stumps and went around Australia for 13 months. And he actually took his tools so that he could work. And that was just incredible because it was so easy for him to get a job as a plumber. Everyone, like it was, yeah, so simple. But then we headed over to Canada and for a ski season over there and I was doing snowboard instructing and all that kind of stuff. But it just gave us a lot of opportunities. When I came back, I got straight back into starting my business. Yes, we've got some breaking news, tradies. Yes, we do. And we are the big winners in this year's federal budget. I mean, tradies are always winners, but this year they've finally recognised that there is a gap in the tradie market and they're actually doing something about it for a change. Isn't that fantastic? The budget announced that the government is setting up an Australian Apprenticeships Incentive Scheme to streamline apprenticeship funding programs. So to break that down for you guys, basically, if you as a trade business owner take on an apprentice or a trainee up until June 30 of 2022, you'll get back 50% of the eligible Australian apprenticeships wage in the first year. But note, it is actually capped at a maximum payment of seven grand a quarter. And look, we all know that apprentices are on the low scale when it comes to dollars and cents, but let's face it, a lot of them need a lot of hand-holding. So, you know, if you've been on the fence about hiring an apprentice, maybe this cashback offer is the final push you need to get yourself over the line. Yeah, I agree. And you know what? It's not just business owners who are benefiting. Apprentices and trainees will get a direct payment of up to five grand over two years. Yeah, honestly, I don't see any other industries out there that are getting these types of rebates like us tradies. So this might encourage a lot of school leavers to take up a trade, which I know we've banged on about all of this episode, and I won't harp on that anymore. But it's awesome to see the government offering support to young tradies to complete the apprenticeships because we already have a staffing shortage and we want to make sure we fix that up once and for all. Hopefully, this will help relieve some future staffing issues and finally start to build back up the trade industry in Australia. 
I've said it before and I'll say it again. Small business is the backbone of the Australian economy. Yeah, totally. Talk about putting money where your mouth is. They actually announced that $2.8 billion in federal government spending is aimed at helping young Australian tradies complete their apprenticeships over the next five years. Plus, small businesses with an annual turnover of less than $50 million are going to be given access to a new bonus of 20% tax deduction for the cost of external training courses. It's epic. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's great. It's all really good stuff. More than anything, it's just great to see the government acknowledging that there is a problem with the lack of tradies out there and they're doing something about it. I know a lot of people will say that they could have done more and yeah, sure, they maybe could have. But you know what? This is a really good start to really kick us in the butt and get the trade industry and all these apprentices back out there again. Totally agree. And you know what? We actually need these skilled tradies now to be working with us. So it's not what I class an immediate help, but it absolutely is a step in the right direction. But if taking on a trade seems more appealing to the younger generation, they'll get rebates and it might be easier for them to find a job with wage subsidies it's at the very least a plan with some longevity to help tradies long-term. I don't see it having significant industry change, but it's totally a step in the right direction. It's totally a step in the right direction. You know, but really us trade business owners need to step up too and get out there and hire these apprentices. Hopefully they're coming through the door thick and fast and we need to build up all the tradies out there, train them well and lock them in and keep them forever if we can. That's all for the news today. More details about the budget and how to apply for these grants are being released. So check out our show notes or go to the government website. So boys, I'm going to dive. We play a bit of a game with our guests and we're going to fire three rapid, fast questions at you. You've got up to 30 (laughs) seconds to answer them. Are you boys ready? Yeah, mate, bring it on. Okay, the first one is, who's the best plumber out of the two of you? Go. I'm going to take that. Oh. <laughs> wow. Only up until about only up until a few years ago, Logan. Yeah. Obviously, Logan's not been on the tools for three or four years now. So just the fact that I keep up my skill, I've probably got the edge on him. And I think Logan was quite happy to hand you the trophy. He there did. Too, <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what. Once I'm running pipe, all my pipes are dead straight. Yeah, I've got, actually, I've got the level yeah, out. Okay. I'm sweeping up. up if we're we're saying, if we are saying that Logan's probably a lot tidier plumber. I'm yeah. probably a lot faster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to ask you. Logan, what are the three top reasons kids should consider taking on a trade? Oh, yeah, lifestyle, flexibility, freedom. Perfect. Nailed it. And I think, Jesse, we've touched on this a little bit, but you're still on the tools, and what's the best thing about being a trader? Oh, the best thing, I mean, for me, flexibility. But other than that, it's, it's seeing a finished product. You know, you go into somebody's house and you've ripped all the jib off and the walls are just bare. And then, you know, you do your part. Tyler does his part. And you go back and you pull the bath and the shower and everything in and you take a step back and you say, wow, I did that. And that's always been one of the biggest things for me. You know, seeing a finished product is yeah. really cool. That's exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely loved this. Amazing conversation. Annie and I are in absolute awe of what you guys are doing. Somebody totally needed to step up and start educating kids that trade isn't a dead-end job or just something for school dropouts. So becoming a tradie is so much more than that. It has so many opportunities and different avenues. And let's face it, guys, heaps of us tradies make so much more money than those desk jockeys, you know, and we're outside (laughs) playing full on as well. 
Absolutely. Yeah, right. Who's laughing, eh? Who's laughing? <laughs> yeah, becoming a trade business owner means that you have freedom to choose your lifestyle, you get to work for yourself and be in control of your life, like you said, and not answer to somebody else. Kids need to be shown what an awesome life becoming a tradie could be and help them realise that it's a career that they can actually be proud of. Well said, Ange. And Logan and Jesse, I just want to thank you guys for joining us today. Not only in Logan's words, you're both good looking, but... Uh, <laughs> But we can't wait to see how the Australian tour goes. Yeah, we're really looking forward to coming over to Oz and thanks for having us on. And um, I'm sure you guys will be able to follow our Australian journey and uh, we'll be able to, maybe some of your listeners might be able to take on some of the kids that we push their way. We're actually looking for some sponsorship too. So any of those rich bloody Aussie traders you've got out there, if you've got a spare <laughs> bit of cash in your pocket, chuck it over to us and we'll keep the, um, the future kicking for you guys. Mate, sounds great, boys. I just want to say a big thank you. Absolutely. Andy, today has been awesome. I've really enjoyed today's episode. Let's quit while we're ahead and we'll catch you all next week. Catch you later. Subscribe to The Tradie Show, Together in Trade Business now. Wherever you get your favourite podcasts, rate and write us a review or check out the show notes at lifestyletradie.com.au forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening. Until next time, hell yeah.